So growing on to maturity in God, growing on to maturity in the Lord, growing on to maturity in the Lord, Hebrews chapter 6, there's a new series of teaching, growing on to maturity in God, Hebrews chapter 6, I started, I started teaching this during the midweek service, alright, it says, therefore, leaving the principles of the, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. I'll take off from there. Let us go on to perfection. Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. So, there's a time in your walk with God, alright? There's a time in your walk with God that you don't focus mainly on, I'm saved. I'm already born again. I already speak in tongues. I'm baptized. I'm confirmed. He said, let us go on to perfection. Look at verse 2. Okay, let, let's, let's take from verse 1. I'll, I'll, I'll get the points there. Let's, let's go from verse 1. He says, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. And that today, eh? it's going to be very serious here. So, Repenting every day shows that you're a child. And faith toward God. When you have to always use faith, you're a child. You are shocked. Am I the one who wrote it? Go to verse 2. Of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying of hands and resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment. Is all those things are babe topics. Let me tell you why it's important to grow into maturity with God. I nearly left this social media, Twitter, because people flow their mind and they say a lot of nonsense. So I get irritated quickly with those things. Because you can see that this one, the person is just chasing clouds. But the Holy Ghost asked me to, to, to stay there and asked why. And he said, because many of you end up reading it. Either you get confused because you yourself are not well grounded. So sometimes what they say looks so fine, looks so nice that mm, there could be some truth in this. Okay, let me show you something I read yesterday. A very popular person and got a lot of people replying to her and saying, yes. Yes, yes. What did she say? She said, there is so much power. We are taking off now. She said, there's so much power in praying on your own. Don't go to church for any pastor. You know, you know that, that line of communication. You know what she's talking about. You know this kind of thing. People say it, right? It's like, when they pray at home, they say when they pray at home, God hears them. So like, there's no point in going to church. Now, 
Ladies and gentlemen, you don't come to church to have your prayers answered. You can have your prayers answered without coming to church. That's not the reason why you come to church. I am not a prayer contractor. That's not the reason we come to church. So if your, 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 your mentality is that church is a place to come and use God to get answers. You know, when you pray at home and get answers, I don't need to go to church. Let me show you the reason for a pastor. It's not a career. Left to me alone. I'm a legal practitioner. Left to me alone. I will go and do what I want to do because sometimes it's, it's, you just want to just leave it and go. We just couldn't leave it. You know what it's called calling? <laughs> it's calling. You run away, they are chasing you. Or you just have to stop and say, God, what do you want for me? He said, go and do this. And I said, okay, fine. We go and do it. Jeremiah chapter 3. I'll show you something. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Look at it. And I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Okay. And I will give you pastors who shall pray for you. It's not pray for me. Now, if I, I tell you how many people's problems have, they've told me that if I was to pray really, if I, I, I don't, I'll not get to you now. Because the list is very long. If I start taking one by one, one by one, one by one. I'm not finishing now because sometimes some people's cases, the intercession can take five, six, seven days. You are praying. So when I finish with, tell me, I'm not coming to Frank. Come and pray one, one, one. So, The work of the man of God, the work of the pastor, he said to feed you with knowledge and understanding so that you can go do it on your own. And for that one, you cannot get it at home. You know why? Because they are called mysteries. When you hear the word mystery, it means the human mind will not be able to decode it. So God specially calls people and gives them the... Let me show you Ephesians chapter 4. I'll start from verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Verse 11. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, Ascarius. Verse 12. Ascarius. For what? For the perfecting of the saints. I see. For the maturing of the saints. You can get born again in your house, but you cannot mature your house. So because what the, the, the provision he made for maturity, I'll not tell you the reason why it is important to mature. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, verse 13, it says, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. Remember, this is our year of perfection. And the word perfect over there has been repeated twice. So when you hear people say that no one can be perfect, no one, you can see that the scripture is way against that statement. He says, when you sit under the, the tutelage of the people God has sent to you, he says, you, you, is it unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The day you get born again, you are saved. Remember what I, when I started sharing on Super Sunday, I said, Paul said, he said, that uh, we, we will all be saved. He said, God wills that we will all be saved. He said, and come to the knowledge of the truth. So after we get born again, we are born into a kingdom. There are possibilities in the kingdom. Remember when I started up, um, midweek service, I, uh, Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1. Look at it. This, this is a possibility. This is something God has said. It's, a, it's something that's supposed to be every Christian's reality. Revelation chapter 1 verse 6. He says, And hath made us, talking at the, the, the people who are born again. Let's start from verse 4, so you get a context. Verse 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace, peace be unto you, and peace from him which is 
which was and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. Verse 5. He says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. That's he's talking about us. We all agree that he washed us with his own blood. Am I right? Alright. Since we all agree, then the next verse is talking about us again. So verse 7 says, verse 6 says, And hath made us. It is say, and will make us. So when you pray, God make me a king, that's a wrong prayer. Because it said, and hath made us kings. And hath made us kings. What's the nature of a king? I was like, what the word of a king is, there's power. So kings decree. So it's, it's a truth that a Christian can end a, a, a sequence of trouble in his family with just a word. It's, it's a truth. It's a truth that a Christian can wake up in his area and stop a certain thing that has been happening for long. It's a truth. It's a truth that if your mother has been having cancer, it's a truth that you can wake up and, and heal her from cancer. It's a truth. He said, and that made us to be kings and priests unto God and to his father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Now, hold on. Romans chapter 5. Verse 17. Look at this. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more, you see, he says, by one man's offense death reigned. He says, much more, there which receive, there which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. The word is to reign in life. You see, so we are supposed to reign in life. You see, to be a Christian, to be a born again Christian is supposed to be a cool. When I was on campus, you can never, you know, sometimes Christians are the ones rather hiding and being, you can never bully me. I would rather increase the volume of my song because, and I will speak in tongues loud because I, I feel like I'm powerful. You are nothing. That's why I want to win your soul. Do you understand? No, if I'm selling, if I'm selling a drug, it means I think you are sick. You get me? Yeah, I'm selling parasol because you have migraine. If I sell mouthwash to you and I know you, then I'm telling you something. You get me? So I get I, I go out to win souls. No, I don't beg souls. Please be born again, please. No, 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 no. I'm telling you. What are you going to do about your sin? There's no company in this world that does something about sin. Only Jesus. So I, I sell to you, Jesus Christ, boldly. He didn't beg anybody to, get, to, to, to come to him. He said, come on to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I have the rest. I'll give you. So dominion is a truth. It's a shall reign in life. Shall reign over circumstances. But what do we see? We see the direct opposite of this. We see a lot of Christians who are beaten by life. Things are disturbing them. Things are worrying them. And they are Christians. They go to church and always their prayers are full of tears and tears. And God do something and God do something and God do something. Why? Because they are actually babes. They have not come. Onto, because when I started explaining at the midweek service, I said, everything that God has said right here, that's supposed to be your experience it's actually waiting for your maturity. Let me give you a good example. It's like a six-year-old boy. You're talking with a boy. You know there are six-year-old boys who are very smart. You can have good conversations with them. You tell them, you know that every guy, if you tell the guy, do you know that every guy can impregnate a girl? 
So yeah, every guy can pregnant a girl. If he listens to you and says, okay, I'm going to have sex. That's the old boy will go and have sex. Will he be able to impregnate anybody? Have you lied to him? What is the gap? The gap between him and his ability to impregnate a is just his maturity. Once he comes to that place, he'll be able to impregnate a girl. So what you told him there is not a lie. So what God is telling you that you have the power to stop things in, in a certain, it's a truth. But most of the time, those things are the other side of immaturity. The day you mature into those shoes, you will be shocked the things that God will use you to do. You will be shocked the things that you stop. You wake up one morning. I told you one time, I said, my, my mom woke up one day, she couldn't walk. It's, there's no prior notice. <laughs> one time it happened too to my, my, my junior brother. No prior notice. We young about two, th- two, three years ago. He just woke up paralyzed. What happened? Because my dad, you know, my dad is a pastor, so he went to preach in the hospital and, uh, and he, he healed some people. Some people came out. So the next day after he finished praying for the sick, his son gets paralyzed. Now, my mother was shaking. <laughs> and my dad was not around. So I was going to church that day. Simple decree. Simple decree. Simple decree. I woke up and said, by the time I return tonight, you'll be walking. No negotiation with anybody. I picked my bag. I go to church. I came back in the evening. The guy was walking and running. I asked him, what happened? He said, just in the afternoon, he forgot he couldn't walk and he started walking. <laughs> Simple decree. I'm not negotiating with God, please. It's not, it, we are not, no, no negotiation. I said, I said, okay, I'm going to church now. Nobody can waste my time. The devil will not call prayer meeting for me. He won't tell me when to fast. I was talking with a young lady who has been having this thing they call, they, call, they said they call spirit husband. And the spirit husband has been coming to sleep with her every night. They're hard working. It's every night. I'm telling you. She said every night. She said every night. She said every night. She said so she's afraid to sleep. Because once you sleep, <laughs> and she said she has been praying. I said, the answer is not prayer. Oh, God. I said, the answer is not prayer. I said, the answer is light. 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 Dreams happen in the realm of your soul. If you can capture your dominion in your soul, you will take it to your dream. So, I spoke to her. She said she has been praying. And I told her, okay, she's going to fast. I knew the answer is not in fasting, but I need to make it. You know some people, if you do tell them simple things, they won't believe you that you're a man of God. Unless you tell them, bring camphor. <laughs> so sometimes when people come to me and I tell you, okay, we're going to fast for five days. Eh? Charlie, it's not the fasting. I'm just helping you to heighten. Like you will feel like, okay, this is really going to work. Because... Look at Jesus Christ. Ah. So I spoke to her. Then when we have having Super Sunday, she was not able to come to there. Okay, go and listen to the Super Sunday message. She said she listened to it three days non-stop. Not three times. Three days non-stop. He said on the third day, he said some mad faith entered her. She stood up and said, if you like, come. Ah! Am I talking to somebody here? <laughs> For two weeks now, they've not come. She said, she said, she said, I like the, that one. She said, some mad faith entered me. That is it. Light. You cannot steal from me, even in my dream. I said, if you capture the dominion, when you know somebody in the, in, in, over here, if I know Wilson, if I see him in a dream, I know it's Wilson. 
Uh, uh, do you agree? If you capture the dominion in your soul, you know, for some of you, this dominion is just, is just a, a mere knowledge passing through your head. You know, we are, we are kings. Yes, we are powerful. It's just, it's just something that is just going through your mind. When we come to it, it's just knowledge. It's, it has become head knowledge. You need to capture it. You need to capture that dominion in your soul. So I woke up one day, my mother called me, she, no priority, she just paralyzed. I was listening to a man of God. He said they went to a place to go, and the place they went to, when they went there, they told her that this place, you can't have a successful program. He said when he got there, he went with his fellow pastors, three, four people, they were all in the same hotel. They opened the hotel door. A creature just came out of somewhere. And told these people, he said, nobody should pray. The devil will not tell us when to have prayer meeting. He said, everybody go and sleep. If anybody die, I'll wake him up. <laughs> Lift your right hand. Hey! Hey! Say, I walk in dominion. Say, I walk in dominion in Christ. Reality. I fear no evil. Truth. It's a truth. It's a truth. These things are truth. Some people have walked it. Some have lived it. That casting out devils. I was, I was, I was a teenager. That's like casting out devils. So say, if you cast out devils, they'll come and look. They should come. You are too afraid of devils and doing, but you're a Christian. You see, it's your maturity. It's your maturity. You need to grow in the knowledge of God. You see, you need to grow in the knowledge of God. I said growing in maturity in the Lord. Growing unto maturity in the Lord. Growing unto maturity in the Lord. There are certain levels that you can attain, but you've not attained in the spirit because you have not come there. You have not come there. That place of maturity in the Lord. There's a dear lady who's, who's, who's sitting in this service. She said every 4 p.m. she gets a migraine headache. Every 4 p.m. No, it's not, it's, this is not demonic. They have time. Table. That they know that 4 p.m. This one is coming to run shift. Then this one, next one comes to run. So every 4 p.m. <laughs> Young lady, when you came, did I pray for you? What did I say? I said, go home. I said, they can't come again. We don't pray. The devil will not tell me when to have prayer meeting. Then, Father, in the name of Jesus, this devil. Said God, they can't come again. That's it. They left their license. <laughs> Lift your right hand. I want you to speak to any demon of darkness. You know, sometimes you can notice that you know, this thing happening is not normal. So begin to decree and declare. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. Sometimes it's not a setback, but you want to make an advancement. You just want to make an advancement in the spirit. Decree. As a king, king kings don't talk softly. They, 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 they don't make entreaties. They speak with authority.
Listen, there are too many testimonies. A man you were showing with me, you said now they call you a prophet of your house. What happened? Sir, thank you for this opportunity. Um, it was last year, um, last two years, December and 25th. I was there when I was there when my auntie came to wake me up. My mom is having a, she's having a seizure, and I was panicking. I didn't a know seizure. To, yes, so I was panicking, and it was 25th of December. She just got back from UK, so I was like, Christmas, ah. Christmas seizure. <laughs> so I was like, ah, what is wrong? I actually cried. <laughs> so um, we took her to the hospital, and that was when I was I was fresh in. Wow. So, yeah. So um, we she was okay, and I I think miracle service. Yes. There's I wanted her to come, but she couldn't come. So I came and I received the word, and I took her handkerchief. If I went back. I told her that, okay, fine, she's going to be fine. And that um, I believe, I prayed and victory notes. I had it. I felt, I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> I had it. So I was like, ma, forget it. Mm. No need to cry, go to pastors, roaming this or struggle for them. Yes. A whole lot of pastors. Mm. So she was fine. And the second one was with my brother. So after, usually, so the every, month, stopped. every month, that she gets maybe two times, three times. Then she would call me, take pictures of her, like bleeding and all that. She woke up in blood and all that. And my brother too, the same thing. No, my brother was, um, I think um, his was kidneys. So yes, he went to he went to the hospital to take an X-ray, and they were like, he has this, that, that. So he should come for the second one. That's CT scan, the last one. Then he went there. And I took like relax, relax. I you told us to go and pray in tongues for like fifteen minutes or so. Yes. So I, I was praying in tongues and he was in the whole watching movies. I was like, ah, Charlie, come, 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 come. You can't be there watching movie. Like, ah. So I can be, kabu. I did, I did that thing, you know. So I, I felt, I was crying like, nah, you devil. Ah, you small boy, you won't. No, 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 no. So I actually said that too. Ah, like the fifth, no, I don't know where it came from. Say, I was shocked. So I told him, you, you are fine. So he also went to take the CT scan with the, they gave him the results and everything normal, 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 normal. Ah, I was like, how? How? Everything normal. They, he, that was the third one. The first was like, yeah, it's there, you can see it. Second, you can see it. Third, normal, normal, normal. I was like, hey. Then <laughs> he came to share in our, in our group page and they were like, hey, prophet, prophet. And when I started to say, pastor, I was like, quick, Kobe, hey, we find <laughs> So, <laughs> so <laughs> that was it. So yes. up to now. So your mom's seizure has yes, please. I listen. Somebody will be listening. Oh God, why? Oh God, why? Go home and take dominion. You see, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we all don't, you know, for example, the day I called, I said, if you have those issues of people, uh, like you sleep and someone comes to sleep with you. When I called it, some came for it, some didn't come. So we all don't have the same problems. There are some of you, you work, you can make money. Some people, they will work, they will never make it. It's like a bag of holes. It's not like they, 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 they spend unnecessarily. They, make, they, they can get the money. They don't know where it passes. I said, go home and go and do what? Go and take dominion. Train yourself not to, not to fear. Train yourself not to fear. There, I know. There are some people cockroach, even cockroach. Hey, hey, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's a cockroach. When you catch yourself doing that, 
Father, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm a king in Jesus' name. Yeah. Want to talk to someone here? Yeah. All right. Let's take another step in growing onto maturity. Now, there is a childhood duration. I'll start with that. Then I'll come to childhood symptoms. Things that show that you're a child in God. Now, I, start, I, I said uh, during midweek that when, when you see a pastor, it doesn't mean he's matured. People think because the man is behind the pulpit, he's matured in God. He's not. Because God doesn't call mature people. He calls them from the womb. So there are a lot of, let me tell you something, there are a lot of pastors who are not matured. And they are leading immature congregations as immature pastors. And everybody is in trouble. Yeah, I'm telling you. Bible says, woe unto you, city, when your, 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 your king is a child. Why? And I explained using royalty. When the main king dies, even if his son is little, they will not say who is the nearest to his age. They are going for the son, even though he's a child. The best they can do is to give him elders around him to advise him. But by reason of the lineage. So the same thing works with callings. He told Jeremiah, I said, before you were, you, were, you were formed, he said, I knew thee. You see, so the calling, he said, I ordained a prophet to the nations, right from the womb. So the calling was there. Now, if he doesn't take time to mature, the calling will come, he will still have to be in the calling, but he will be immature in the calling. So you need to give attention to your Christian maturity. You need to give attention to your Christian maturity because it, it, it goes a long way to the things you see. In your life. A lot of people are excited. You know, we're excited as well. A lot of people are excited with, oh, this guy got saved. I got born again. This guy got saved. We got born again. It's great. We, we, we rejoice. Bible says that when one soul comes, he said heaven rejoices. But note that he said it is heaven that rejoices. Who? Just like when Jesus was born. It's the angels that rejoiced. But when he received the Holy Ghost, he said, this is my beloved son. That's when God now lay claim. So it's in a place of maturity. Because after Jesus left, he said, he gave some apostles, pastors, prophets. He said, for the perfecting of the saints. I mean, God wants the saints to grow. The word perfecting there means for the maturing. God wants the saints to grow. They are saying, you know, I'll come to that. I said, there's a childhood duration. Hebrews chapter 5. Look at it. Verse 12. For when, for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first of the oracles of God, and become as such that need of milk and not of strong meat. Hold on. He says, he's talking to people. He said, when you are supposed to be teachers, we're telling you back again the small things. So, what, what were my childhood devotion? There's a time in your Christian life that it's okay to be a baby. But there's a time it's not accepted again. It's like a child. When a child is small and he, he can't talk, then one day he says, Mama, Dada. Everybody's excited. Wow! It's like, wow, the child is talking now. We, are, we love it that the child is doing that. If at age 21 he's starting, Mama, Dada. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like a, 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 you're a lady in the house and when you're a child, Mama, eat the love. And he will cook it for you. 
Now you are 20 years. Mommy, I eat dollar. I've never slept in sleepers before. <laughs> or looking. Ah! <laughs> yes, because what do they do? They expect at that time you should have known what to do. So, childhood duration. There is, you know, a lot of people have this uh, particular experience. When, when I first got born again, when I prayed, it's answered. You know what I'm talking about? When I first go, when I, anything I say is answered, then after a while I say it, it's not answered again. Why? The duration has passed. God expects you to have grown by now. Like, the, the, the growth process should have started. He said, when at the time you ought to be teachers, you now have need, now we have to take you back to milk. He said, you have grown past what you are doing. That's what he's telling them. He said, you have grown past what you are doing. When we get born again, we become offsprings of God. We become children of God. All right? And it's great. It's something worth celebrating. Now, like the child who says, Mama, Dada, he's speaking a perfect language, actually. It's perfect for his, where he is. You see, what he's saying is allowed. We, we agree with it. We love what he's saying. Mama, Dada. Then the, 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 the father will say, He called, she called me Dada. Then the father will say, She called me Mama. Then it will be on his status. He called me Dada. He called me Mama. You'll be excited. 20 years after that, if the child says that, you see on a person's status, pray for us. <laughs> we need urgent prayers. You get it? The childhood duration. There's a time that it's okay to do some things. But there's a time it's no longer okay. Alright, let's go to childhood symptoms. How to know that, how to know a baby Christian. So, when we know the childhood symptoms, we know how to start correcting it. Alright? These are some of the things. Number one, Childhood symptom is an unbridled tongue. Hmm. Book of James, chapter 3. Hmm. I said, we, today we are coming there. All right. My brethren, be not, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Verse 2. For in many things we offend all. Hold on. Have you heard people say, we, oh, no, nobody can be perfect? Right? Okay. Now look at this. This is where God measures your perfection first. He says, For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Look at it. He said, Many things we offend. James is saying, Oh, we can make offense in one or two or three or four. He says, But if I don't offend in my talking, he says, I'm a perfect man and able to bridle and able also to bridle the whole body. So, how do I exp- express or see my perfection? The first place we see a child is in his language. When I say language, I don't mean English or tree. I mean the way he talks, what he says, what he says. Now, take for example, a song like, all right, and many Christians will sing it, all right? And it shows the immaturity in the body of Christ. Now, maybe you sing it, maybe you love it. You know, a lot of worship songs we sing, the, reason, the only reason we cry is because they are emotional. Give me the Kumasi one. The Kumasi vibe. Now, 
me show, let me show you an example. Now, what he's playing is not necessarily spiritual, but let me sing this and I'll put it in it, and you see that your emotions can start rising. I did it with my friends some time ago. like worship <laughs> but me too at the phone you get it how does it qualify when does it qualify for the for the Christian to sing when at what you know it has to be in line with God's word there are many songs we sing that are not in line with God's word no, how can a song be like, like we are singing worship? After singing, you are Alpha and Omega. When we finish that song, then we now come and sing. How is this one worship? Our faith at that time is being crippled. Instead of us to stand and face the sickness, our faith is being crippled. Now hold on. Hold on. That's wrong. I told you today I will shake tables. That's also wrong. Uh, there is no prayer that we will pray telling God to come from heaven that is going to come. Because he lives in us. Where is he coming from again? You know, we, we will satisfy our emotions when we sing it, then sunny, they will think that he's sunny from somewhere. Listen, 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 listen. I, I said, well, you know, this place is used for conferences and different places. Apart from when we, you know, we, we are using it for church. Is it? This place doesn't make it church. So you didn't come to the presence of God. You came with the presence of God. Then a worship leader will take I want us to invite the Holy Spirit. Where was he? I want us to invite. No, if, if you, I, I shake your table, just take it in good faith. I want us to invite the Holy Spirit. I'm sitting with my wife. Then I tell her, I want to invite you into my life. <laughs> what do you think you are mad? <laughs> So you say, you say, baby, Jaisana, one baby, Anna. 
No, no, baby, please, please, please come. Please come. Come, I'm sitting with you. So please, please, I'm really begging, please come now. No, no, no. We, you, you came with God. Am I, I talking to somebody here? You didn't come to God. You came with God. So we all came with our high bridges of God. That's what we are doing in church today. So let us invite God. You know what they are? I call it emotional Christianity. You know that. Emotional Christianity. Why? Because when they came to church that morning, because they didn't feel it. They didn't feel God. They didn't feel the presence of God. So they thought God was not here. So we are now inviting. Why are they inviting and the keyboard is playing something and they feel something? Oh yes, that's when God is now here. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't use how we feel to know whether God is around or not. You can wake up in the morning and you feel nothing. God is still with you. Why? Because we can't depend on how we feel. What we depend on is what he said. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So it doesn't matter whether I feel like it or not. He's never leaving me. He's always with me. So our language, that's where you first locate a baby Christian. The language. If somebody comes to see me, Pastor, I'm not seeing anything in my life. My whole life is destroyed. I can't help you. I can't even pray for you. Until I get you to say contrary to what you are saying. Nothing is working, please. Nothing is working. Say, nothing is working? You should know how to talk. Especially, let me talk to you ladies. Know how to talk when your emotions are high. Know how to talk. Because in the wrong spirit, they don't know that you were feeling this way. It registers. What you say registers. Jesus Christ said that we will take account of every idle word. He said that even the idle word. He said we will pay account of it. I'm depressed. Come on. Christian for God's sake. If it's someone who's not born again, Fine. The person is not born again, fine. The person says, I'm, I'm depressed. We know that the person needs Jesus. But you're born again and say, I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. All of life has beaten me. Kai. 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 You know, no matter what you, no matter what you have been through in this life, I don't think you have been through what David went through. You know what David went through? One day he went to war with his soldiers. But and you know those times, it's only men who go for war. When he came back, they had taken all his wives and taking the wives of the other soldiers, they are taking everyone away. And you know what? Bible says the soldiers of David spoke of stoning him. Sir, you have taken us to war. You see what has happened to us, David? Something is going to happen to you today. We will finish you, David. You have done yourself one man killer, one man killer. You see what has happened? Now that is one day David should be depressed, right? No, think about it. One, they've taken thing. Two, the people who should be encouraging you and saying that, David, let's go for it or something. They are now saying, hey. So you are alone. There was no day that David was alone like that. Bible says, this is what David did. Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord. Do you know how to do that? You know how to encourage yourself in the Lord? You sit down and say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Even though something is going on, he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow. I said, David encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself in the Lord. He starts saying scriptures. Most of those scriptures you see, it was when he was distressed and depressed. And do you know what it means to be running away from the president of a country? Saul was the king. You know, you somebody is owing, uh, you are owing somebody self. You they, they run away. You feel like the world has come to an end. And this person is nobody. This one is being chased by Saul, the president. And remember that when a president is chasing you in a country, soldiers will chase you. Police is after you. Boy scouts. Red Cross, fire service, citizens after you. You can't buy, you can't sell. Talk to me. Because Saul has put money on it. If you find David, I'll give you money. You can't buy tomatoes. Bible says the day David went to among the Philistines, he had to behave like a madman to survive. David had to behave like a madman to survive. Because he was running away from Saul. He got among the Philistines because he didn't want them to see that this is the guy who killed Goliath 13 years ago. They behaved like <laughs> So they say, ah, this is a madman. They just allowed him to go. That's one time that guy should be depressed. Oh, what about Joseph? His own brothers. And that the guy should be drowned in depression. What do you think? Some of you are too weak. Kai, you can't even realize where you are going in life. You have cursed everybody who says something about you. You have cursed all of them. It will not be well with them. It will not be well with you, rather. Because sometimes God sends some such people away. It's part of the, the divine story. It's part. You don't, you, don't, you don't enthrone a weakling. You have to go through some things. You don't enthrone a weakling. His brothers, blood brothers, my brothers, just because I told them I have a dream. What if the dream came to pass in front of them? They'll kill me. And, and, and they said they were going to kill him because of a dream. Wicked boys. Because of a dream. The dream has not even happened. And that's one day the guy should be depressed. Talk to me. Then one of them says, okay, listen, listen, listen. Instead of um, killing him, let's sell him. Bad idea, but it's okay. They sold him. He goes to Potiphar's house. Bible says because of Joseph, Potiphar was prospering. I mean, he thought, ah, at least I've escaped here. I'm doing well here. Then Potiphar decides to sleep with him. He says, I will not do because of that he goes to prison. He should curse God. Talk to me. God, I decided not to do this. You didn't save me. <laughs> but, you know, he had so much of a great spirit that even in the prison, he became class perfect. Small thing, small thing. I'm um, depressed. Pastor, I don't know what's going on. I, I finished. Pastor, I have suicidal thoughts. Kai! I rebuke every suicidal thought in Jesus' name. You know, this, this generation is selling a, a, a life of roller coaster to people. That is why a small thing they want to give up. Small thing they want to give up. Go ask your mother. It's, it's, because when you see people's videos, you are seeing them in Dubai and in Singapore and in Shanghai. So you think that life is supposed to be like that. Most of them are dead. They are not happy. Don't be deceived. Most of them are dead. They snap, they take. It's just 10 seconds. 
It's just 30 seconds. When they finish the snap, real life is behind. They don't, they don't snap that one. Some of them are owing after going to Maldives. I've told you before. I said, don't be in a hurry. Where are you going to? Don't be in a hurry. Where are you going to? Don't be in a hurry. Relax. What will take other people 100 steps? God can make you take one giant step. Can take just one giant step. Just make sure you are doing everything God asks you to do. And be sure that God knows his way around town. You understand? God knows his way around town. So you watch your tongue. You watch what you say. You watch what you say. You watch what you say when things are good. You watch what you say when things are bad. You watch what you say. You watch what you say. You watch what you say. You wake up in the morning. They bring you bad news from everywhere. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the devil is not going to get me to talk wrong. The devil is not going to get me to talk wrong. You need to talk to somebody who is, you know, ahead of you. Say, Pastor, I'm feeling depressed, but I know that the word of God is working. I like you to pray with me. But sir, I know the word of God is working. When you do that, I can pray with you because I know my prayer will work. If you come in front of me and say, God is not moved by your tears. Likewise me. God is touched with your tears, but he's not moved. You understand touched? Oh. Say, God, my daughter. God, my daughter. God, wipe me. Oh, even me, I'm asking. <laughs> but for God to move, it will take faith. Therefore, without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. Is that he that coming to God must believe is a requirement. It's a requirement. You don't skip that one. It's a requirement. He that cometh, God must believe. You cannot use any other means. He that cometh. If you come through any other door, God just looking at you. Oh, my daughter, you are suffering. Don't worry to be okay. Eh? I told you before at during uh, uh, Super Sunday, I said God can really love you and you'll be suffering. He'll be with you in the midst of the suffering. He'll be with you. Oh, my daughter, you're such a good person. You're blessed. You know, so God, I love you with all my heart. I love you to my daughter. Things are going well. Things are not going well. God, it will be fine, okay? Have you been in a situation that God didn't talk? You prayed and prayed, God didn't talk. I have. You know what I discovered? I discovered that God was expecting me to know what to do. <laughs> my dad was in serious financial problems somewhere 2013, 14. Serious financial problems. Now, he is a pastor. He's a pastor. He was in serious financial problems. Now, I'd gone to church and pastor had talked about, you know, he's not in Christ. So, my pastor had talked about tithing being one of the reasons why people get money, yet they are never able to realize the potential of the money. It's like, the thousand Ghana is never enough. And he said it's because they don't tithe. It's called, it's called the, the work of the devourer. Now, when he said that, I went home and I asked him. He's a pastor. I asked him, Daddy, do you tithe? He said, usually the money that comes is not really enough, so I don't tithe. I said, that's the problem. I said, that's the problem. 
says, hey, okay. So the next morning that came, he typed. Now, this is somebody who prays. If you see my, my father praying, I learned praying from him. He would pray from night to morning, from night to morning. God didn't move an inch in terms of the finances. He's struggling and struggling and struggling. The day he paid that tithe, things started turning around. He said, Oh. Because God expected him to know what to do. Lift your right hand and pray. Pray in the spirit. Just pray. Let's pray in the spirit. Let's pray in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. 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 Th
they are going to own the biggest companies thou anointed my head with oil 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 my cup runneth over make sure you are declaring Make sure you are declaring, thou anointed, thou anointed, thou anointed, thou anointed, thou anointed my head with oil. Shalamangabada. He said, then my cup, it begins to run over. Then my cup begins to run over. Then my cup begins to run over. It begins to run over. Then my cup runs over. My cup runneth over. Shalamando Mosete. Yaranda Gasane, Koramanda Katana, Yane Katana Messiah. Listen, I wanted to prophesy in this service, but I want. He has made us kings and priests. Yeah, you, Lord, you're worthy.
Somebody lift up your hands and sing out. I will always, I will always worship you, worship you, and I will not be shy.